There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Ryan Kelly, morning after appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour here on the program. Tim McKernan, the Plowhawk, uh, Marshy Marsh and the Playful Posse in for the vacationing, Douglas Elvin Vaughn and uh, Action Jackson. KG and O-Town is in the Horton Watkins studios. Ken Strode is out on assignment here at the moment. Appliance discounters, if you're in the market for an appliance, look no further than appliance discounters and their 80,000 square foot warehouse full of GE Appliances and other major brands ready for delivery. Shop online at theappliancediscounters.com where pricing has been adjusted to beat everybody in the competition. I got a dishwasher from there this year. Doug's gotten all of his appliances uh, from the Appliance Discounters. Work with John Bradley, Denise Bradley. If you'd like an introduction, I'll be happy to make it. T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. By the way, giving up my email address reminds me, uh, Marshall, uh, Marshall Rice, head engineer here at Hubbard Radio St. Louis, uh, after I contacted him and forwarded him some of the emails that the listeners were sending in saying that the audio levels were low, uh, he came in and he checked at Plowhawk, and he said that something went awry when we went from the old studio to our new closet, and he has fixed it. So for those of you who listen on YouTube, um, it, sounds it should be better. fixed. It doesn't sound so. It sounds better to you. Sounds better. So I, I can't notice a sound difference. I thought it was the levels when people play it back. Like people are playing back, comparing and contrasting. I think they would put the Riz show on twenty on their volume, but they had to turn us up to seventy. And then some people were sending in clips to compare and contrast, and I just forwarded that to to Tommy Mattern and and Marshall. And uh, Marshall came in yesterday. He said he emailed me and said uh, the levels were messed up, and he fixed them. So uh, for those of you, I have the YouTube chat open right now if anybody can speak to it. What is YouTube? YouTube's coming to 101, isn't it? I thought. I think 101 has a YouTube page. Is that what you're No, I'm saying? talking about like we're, we're, we'll be live on oh, YouTube yes. on 101. Yeah, we're going to have the cameras. You're right. Are you really? Yeah. I don't know when, Matt though. Will be. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, that chat, that, chat will be, that <laughs> chat will be tall. On uh, breaks for sure. Uh, man, I do a lot of laughing in those breaks. Like... Our show is super fun, and I have a great time. Ton of jokes, ton mm-hmm. of laughs, but the good stuff comes in between the breaks. Oh, that's what we do. That's sure. our like, line. We'll come man. back just <laughs> laughing, and I always like if I was a listener, I'd be wondering like, what are they laughing about? <laughs> what could they possibly be talking about? And most of the time, it's from like what the listeners text in. Yeah. 
the listeners are hilarious. They make jokes like ten times funnier. Oh yeah, that's a, yeah. It, I, I can it, relate to that. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, guys, I noticed it was low last week. Also, it sounds good now. The audio is fine on YouTube. That's from Scott L. Hey, there's Sack. He's in the YouTube. Oh, I love Sack. Uh, audio sounds good on YouTube, but I haven't listened on YouTube since you guys moved to the new studio. That is from Sack. Uh, Stepdad Gary just texted in. Uh, YouTuber definitely had to turn it up a little over the last couple of weeks, but didn't think much of it. Seems totally back to normal. That's from Hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Uh, so it sounds like the, uh, it sounds like, uh, it has improved. So that is good news. Uh, Tim, will you please address your threesome story, uh, that you told on QFTA? I would like a breakdown from the Plowhawk and Iggy. Uh, in response, uh, Marcia, you are you in the midst of what were you? What did you send in? Oh, you had the you had the boob job thing. I had the boob What's job. What's going on with that? And, Anything uh, new on that, or is that gone? Is that gone dark? Are you talking about? Uh, you, you were asked, but you, you found out it was a group sa- Snapchat. So. Yeah. Yo, for sure, it's gone. For sure, she's gone. I still Snapchat with said person, mm-hmm. but like that conversation has never came up again, like ever. So she went uh, zero dark thirty there for a little. She was bit. She, and you didn't know what was going on. You thought you gave the wrong answer. No, not not with her, but just like altogether, just kind of cut off communication for like a solid two weeks, just with with everybody. So what is your current on situation? That side of the gender spectrum. Uh, current situation? We're just hanging out. Yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah. What about lasses in general? Do you have a special friend, as Plowhawk likes to say? Do you have a special uh, friend? I mean, not really at the moment. You know, there's a, a few that, that are, um, you know, that I, I like. You know, I like, I, I'm a very charismatic person. I like talking with multiple people. Um, you know, just just talking. This is your just polite talking. way of saying you're a man whore, but you didn't Never want to say you're that. a man whore. But I said... I went on. I went zero dark thirty though, for a little bit, just to kind of reset. You needed a reset. The NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs are going. Cardinals baseball is up and running right now. Like That's I need some sport. me time right now. I don't have time for all this stuff, all this nonsense. I'm a fight, baby. I get any girl I want. Right. What about that? Uh, there's the, our program has a door that you can hear when we open and close because we are now in a closet. This is my first time in the studio. Yeah. At least like on the program. We don't know what that door does. We think it leads to some other world. It won't open. to hell or something. I try to get fire. That's where they... I try to open it. It won't open. That door over there? Yeah, I thought maybe it was a cuck studio, but... (laughs) I did something on my way back I haven't done yet. I walked into the other studio. I walked into the back? Yeah. yeah, What was going on in there? I was like, wait a minute. This is the first time I've done this. (laughs) I just walked into the other studio. Anything doing? How's it look? I haven't been in there in a couple weeks. It's dark. I go in there every once in a while and grab stuff to put in here. But But a board isn't in there anymore, so even if we wanted to record stuff. Yeah, and the the Adobe software as well, all the Adobe machines that can record. I I think there still is the board, but you can't record anything. Mm. So, Plausy, if they were doing, if they're making that a podcast studio, would they have to put in a new board? Yeah, uh, they'll have to put in the new Adobe software with some new... But I mean, that board wouldn't have worked for a podcast? It wouldn't right now because you can't, it can't. It won't go anywhere. It can't even okay. hit to an Adobe machine, so it kind of would just be you talking. Uh, the story that uh, I told on QFTA, this was, uh, I don't even know how it came up. Oh, because that uh, Cuck Knobloch guy yeah. Sent in his defense of his oh, okay, yeah. threesome. And I told a story that for whatever reason I hadn't thought of in a long time in which a lass I was seeing um, 
had found a girl that she liked. I think she was working with her. And I was doing television at the time, so this is this is going back a while. Uh, and they had decided they wanted to engage in the less popular MFF. It seems you had a lot of bi-curious girlfriends. Uh, well, I uh, it might be a trait that I look for. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a question you chicken, ask. It's a chicken and egg situation. Hey, we've been dating a week. Are you bisexual? Uh, so, so... I hadn't even thought about the story, and I don't know why it, this email from Cuck Knobloch triggered it, but they show up at the TV station, and I hadn't met the girl, and I just was not attracted to her. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, but, I mean, but, you can't, you know. But still, when I look back on it, and then I was like, and then not, not only did, 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 did then I kill the less popular, but then I was like a bitch about it now and i was 22 or three you know so this is you know going back two decades here but me at this point in my life if for example anna marie goes hey i got somebody i want to hook up with and we'll pick you up at hubbard i couldn't care what that last looked like (laughs) i mean it would be just you know it would happened be to me in college once. Like, similar thing. So, I, so I your girlfriend wanted the... No, it wasn't a girlfriend. Gentleman. No, no, it was a... It was, a, <laughs> it was just a, a girl that had, uh, I guess, like a crush on me and whatnot. Okay. And her friend. So and, what was going on? They wanted to have a threesome? Yeah, but like the other one, like I was just absolutely not attracted to. And so I was... How's she looked? I was at the gym. <laughs> I heard Jennings. As Mo would say, not great. And not great. I, so, you're, so this is your girlfriend, or this is just a girl you're this hooked is up with? Just a girl. Okay. That, no, I hadn't even hooked up with the other girl. Like, it was just a girl that had, like, a crush on me. Got it. I guess uh, we'd been exchanging text messages back and forth, and it was just one of those, like, hey, like, we want to do this. And they had been out drinking, and I had been out at the gym working out. So I'm like, I ain't touching that. You know, I ain't. Like that, <laughs> yeah. Well, not well. You know what I'm saying. Like I'm not getting into that whole hairy situation. And like, oh, they were unshaven. Maybe I don't know. I didn't. I didn't find out. Uh, but like, it was just one of those things where I was like, I'm just not. But what, what was, now, what was your reason? I, I didn't find the friend attractive. Got it. See, that's where I was too. But I look yeah. back on it now. Well, I look back now, and I'm you like, go, yeah. Why did that? That's what. I, okay. Yeah. Why yeah. not? When you're younger. Well, you know, you in, kind of, you know. Oh, I don't care. But when you're older, yeah. say, yeah, we're going to got a threesome. Let's do it. I don't care. Well, I mean, you know, people talk and whatnot. And I think at the time I was just like, I don't know if I want people talking about this, about, you know. Well, you that know is that right? Really? That's a, that's, that's a negative thing? Well, back in the, you know. I think you want people to talk about it. Man, that dude. Well, yeah. well like, this, oh, this, like, this guy, wow, the, the ladies want him at the same time. That's what they would say. Well, Lindenwood. <laughs> I think, it, I think you know, if I was like, hey, by the way, these two people, they, they asked for this. These two girls asked for right. this. I feel like that would be more of a uh, compliment to it than me doing it and all the buddies being like, oh, wow, you right. were hanging out, or you were hooking up right. with that girl or whatever. Oh, you know? I see. You know see. what I'm saying? So like, you were I'm, analyzing, and the downside outweighed the upside. It's interesting. I, I At like, the time, like, as a, you know, a young uh, college student, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes those thoughts go through your head, and at the time, that was going through my head, and I was just like, you know what, I'm not really, I wasn't in the mood for it. 
This is this is this is going to be this is going to really disappoint the audience here. I don't know I what know. happened. Scott's wrinkled ball sack just wrote. Tim, I listened to the QFTA and I need a comp for the gal that you turned down for the threesome back in Arkansas. The thing that was tough, I think, while I was because again I hadn't thought about it in so long, um, for real. I mean, you're talking about 20 years that uh, I remembered her name and I think I found her, and she wasn't. I, I, what what Jackson theorized, and I think he was right on target, because they picked me up at the television station, and I just anchored the 10 o'clock sportscast, and I think I was probably in a bad mindset for whatever reason. And But still, I mean, I look back at that, and I go, why wouldn't I, even if I wasn't? And then we went mm-hmm. to a bar, this bar that uh, this got Jackson going. It'll get nobody else going, but that Derek Fisher would always be at. He's he's a little rock guy. And, okay. Uh, and we were, were hanging out, and I was just, like, bitchy about it. It's like, and I look back, and I go, why wouldn't I just, who cares? Like, so she's not, you know, whatever. Like, number one, who am I to be saying no to anybody? Number two, uh, why not just, I, I just look back, and I go, who is that guy, and, and why was he turning down Threesomes. See, and, I don't, and I'm I don't very disappointed grow, in myself. You grow as a person. Yeah, I, I've I evolved to now want yeah. threesomes all the time. See, I don't agree with that. Really? You, yeah, because, all right, even if you want to participate and you know, why? Because I could have watched them. I mean, if you want to watch lesbian porn, would you find one with a good-looking girl and a not-so-good-looking girl? Would you watch that? I'd find Ella Reese, Marsha, they showed you. Yeah, but what if she was she with, uh, like, a BBW? Would you watch it? Yeah, like she's absolutely in that category. If it were, uh, I see what you're saying. Uh, no. Yeah, so... Yeah, but that's watching Stag. This is actually happening. Yeah, I can watch still... Stag at any moment. The threesomes, you know, that's like well, Kelly's Comet. That'd be like, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm going to, just because I want to do a threesome. Eh. If it, if but it then they, you they on, were don't. the ones who wanted to do it. Yeah. And that's not to say the friend wanted me. I have no idea. I, that wasn't my, I, I didn't care about that. I was interested in But is it the really then a, a threesome if you, if you two aren't participating? I don't know. I, I would say, yeah. yeah. I, I would say, yeah. Iggy, Iggy's the does judge it, and jury on okay, this. Okay, well, well, it is, but does it, like, you know, does it feel like one for you? It depends. I mean, the ones I've been involved with, the, the husband watches. In films, Iggy. And that's his kink. <laughs> Because he enjoys watching, and the, the is, woman gets I, off knowing her husband's watching. I still so it's a three. Somebody's not participating. Iggy uh, scolds that. the gentleman uh, while he's doing it, and that is a cock situation. Well, I didn't scold him. I just he tried to direct me, and I said, "Easy, Spielberg. I'll take care of it. I don't need <laughs> you, you to tell me what that, to do." Marsh? Steven Spielberg, I have never. Well, when you're going to direct me, I don't need you. I don't need you to tell me what to do, buddy. Uh, Are they doing horizontal cam or vertical cam? Because I like, know these days, you've got to do the vertical cam. No, he wasn't this might have been with an actual three-quarter deck of going uh, back to when it was taking place. He was sitting at the edge of the bed. <laughs> he had one of those that you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a talkie. No, the only person ever filmed was Merle. Oh, that, uh, that, of course, being the husband of adult star Terry Weigel, who I believe could be your great-grandmother. Uh, yeah, filming naked oh. for some reason. He wasn't participating, right? but he was just naked filming. He was filming. just naked, so he had a bulky older gentleman filming you with his wife. And I knew what he was doing because the whole thing was she wanted to film it for this uh, DVD or <clears throat> back then I guess it was VHS. It went straight to DVD. That she was putting out about her exploits on the road stripping. In every city she's going to try to find somebody. You were that lucky guy. Yeah, well, she asked me, she yeah, said, do you want to do this? I said, yeah, I'll do it. Were but I knew he was going to film it. A-G-G-A hat? <coughs> A-J-G-A. No, I don't know. He wears that to be like a hat on. Oh. Um, uh, I'll get to the chase. How many F-buddies do you have on the bench? That's from Hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Well, it can't be directed at me or the Plowhawk. Um, I, I assume it's directed at... Uh, yeah, it's got to be 
<laughs> Marshy Marsh, Marsh, Marsh and his yeah. playful posse. What what was the question? How many F buddies do you have oh, on the, the bench? In the, in the yeah, how many ponies um, in the paddock? Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to say a specific number. Wow. You know, wow. But there is a number. Too many to count. It's an ever-growing organization. <laughs> it's like the NHL in the early 90s. Hey, you know what? Um, you got a long reliever in there or just a bunch of... <laughs> like I said, hey, we went zero dark 30. We're going to uh, soft reset. Um, and, you know, we're just enjoying some playoff base or some playoff hockey, yeah. some playoff basketball. You were probably over the Leafs and Lightning last night. Uh, I was watching it. Yeah. I was watching. I, Patty I had, Maroon was messing around with O'Reilly. He was. He was uh, getting in his glove and uh, <laughs> using his his uh, his twig to uh, you know mess around with O'Reilly there. But uh, yes, yeah, some some good stuff on I have the a few. Uh, playoff front. I have a few, but I think it's you probably. Really? What do you have? Oh, I've, already, I've always said that I have a, a few girls I know that we can just go out and have dinner and have a great time, and so the other girls I know I can just have sex with. And what kind of numbers are we talking about here? Yeah, three or four. But three or four in each category? Or three, oh, four, I probably four. have more girls I know that I can just go out and have fun with. Let's go have a drink or let's go have dinner. But um, that would not be sex? No. Okay. So I'm I'm almost kind of not scared to to share these things, but did I tell you the story about the – so the first time I went on, we were talking about the mom and, yeah. uh, you know, the, the older lady. And uh, there had been one girl in particular that I had been talking to, and when I went on the show – uh, there was some social media stuff posted, and I had hung out with her, like, the following day or so. And uh, she was like, oh, this might be embarrassing. But I actually went back and watched the show on YouTube that you were on. Once again, morning. speaking to our huge female audience. And she <laughs> she goes, you hooked up with a 40-year-old? And I was like, oh, my God. You watched that? That's what I was. <laughs> so now I'm like, I don't know so what the whole I can time. Share on I this was point. aware of this because Marsha told me this had happened. So the whole time while I was asking ans- asking him these questions, me into it. I'm like, I wonder if he's going to answer a little more carefully after the last time you were on the show. Yeah. And it turns out some of your friends, so to speak, have been listening and watching. So I don't you on know the show. who's watching or listening today, yeah. but <laughs> screw it. Who cares? I just have a wife of I've been with for 15 years yeah. that, that listens to the show and has to just love these. Stories that I tell. Mm-hmm. Do you ever talk about this on the fast lane? This stuff? I can't say we do. <laughs> <laughs> At least off. during the show. I can see Jamie Rivers. I do a completely different show from 10 to 11. Oh, yeah. I mean, for I just sure. do a completely different show from 10 to 11. Jamie Rivers has never asked you how many. Oh, Jamie Rivers how many had, guys had, certainly has, just not while the microphones were on. <laughs> no, the microphones, those blue buttons are never on <laughs> when uh, discussions like that come about. Uh, guys, is Iggy talking about women he can take to jackal concerts? Uh, at the pool hall. That's from Wolf Boy. Yeah, <clears throat> that's that would be it. <laughs> now these these girls are in a stable that I know would have sex. I don't know if they will anymore because I've said that I'm not doing any work. They've been put out to. He's style. made that announcement. If you'd like to make any announcements, uh, please feel free. Iggy has let it be known that he will allow them to hop on top, hmm. but he will not be moving. And that is a and hell of a hell of a classified ad. And they have to come over. Yeah. So yeah. you're not a giver, you're a you're Well, a I've, I've given my whole life. Yeah. It's time now just to, <laughs> just to relax. Yeah. You know, now the foreplay, I'll, I'll participate. For I'll, sure. I'll give you like good foreplay. I that's where I'm at in, in life right yeah, now. I'll give you some good foreplay, know. but once we get into sex, this I'm just is like on my aw- back. This is like an award-winning race horse that finally <laughs> yeah. has to be put out the stud. Yeah. Just laying yeah. down and bringing him in. <laughs> he's, like Carlos, he's like Carlos Beltran just producing his whole career, and then at the end has to get on a... 
a cheating Houston Astros team to, uh, to get a World Series. Iggy is absolutely reeling right now that Marsh has just interrupted his story about how he has two 75-year-olds he can bang at any time, <laughs> but apparently hasn't done anything since Gobble Bowl 2017. That's from Mr. Licks. No, I'm pretty sure that I interrupt Marshy Marsh. <laughs> What's the Gobble Bowl? Oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> Gobble Bowl is Iggy's big event happening right around the Thanksgiving holiday. Okay. And he works all year long on it. He really does. He truly does. Uh, and it uh, it uh, goes to benefit the Megan Meyer Foundation, which is an anti-bullying charity. Okay. And it sells out every year, I feel like. Am I correct? Did I describe it? Probably it happens at Cave Springs Lanes. Yeah. Right? Am I right on all yeah, once I, once I put out the email to the people of Bowl the year before, give them first shot, it's pretty much sold out. There you go. Right of first refusal. Yeah. Everyone. I hold two teams back. Um you know, for like staff last year, mm-hmm. fortunate enough that uh, the Riz show put yeah, a team together. They came nice. out, learn came out. Uh, so I hold a few teams back in case, you know, people from Hubbard weren't on bowl. I let them have a couple teams. I love that. I had to ask because we were talking about sex and yeah. gobble oh, bowl. Oh, it fits right into in gobble bowl. Yeah. sentence. So <laughs> I just had well, to he, ask. In, in fairness, he did say the last time he had had sex was after a gobble bowl. Yes. That was, I guess, a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's not true now because I had sex after Samantha Fish. Um, nice. But wow. up until then, the last time I had <laughs> yeah. sex was, yes, Samantha Fish will just turn every girl on. Is that right? say. Really? It's an aphrodisiac? No. Well, yeah. I took a girl I knew I was going to have sex with, so we went to the show. Um, but yeah, up until that time, the last time I had sex was uh, after Gobble I guess it's just people went back and, you know, had a few drinks at Gobble Bowl, came back, had dinner, and mm-hmm. there you go. Let's celebrate a good afternoon. By banging. By banging. And did you just lay there? No, that's back when I was still working. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. Uh, how much does he masturbate? In what category of porn does he watch? I'm going three times a week, and he's into lesbian porn. Steve in Wildwood. Chairman Steve, I apologize, in Wildwood. Is there any particular genre that really gets you? Uh, my, my, my go-to is absolutely sapphic. Well, how do we know that question was to me? Uh, Chairman Steve, you're welcome to call in six three. That's the is that Stephen Wildwood. The one he, he, well, he now, guy. in honor of Chairman Ridley He's at Augusta, chairman. he wants to be Chairman Steve. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you, Steve, if you were talking about me or asking me that question, um, I've never woken up in the middle of the night and jerked it mm. like you, Chairman have. Steve. Yes, I've never. Well, that's that. quite the statement. <laughs> well, who wakes up in the middle of the night? Oh, I can't sleep. I'll jerk. It's actually, See, like, I feel like Steve. it helps, does it not? It would, for sure. Chairman, Chairman Steve says that it uh, it is something that uh, he does about three to four times a week yeah. in the middle of the night. So he woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. Well, as long as it's out, I might as well take care of it. I, I think that I am in the minority on gentlemen uh, in the age range of, let's say, I don't know, like our demographics, 25 to 54, mm-hmm. whose preference is the girl-girl stag. I think that I think that most guys don't go that route, but that that has been my thing. I don't really know why. I kind of thought everybody felt that way, but I think I am in the minority on that. Plowhawk, where do you? I, I got you mid strawberry bite, and I hate to do it. I hate to do it. Repeat the question. Uh, do you enjoy the girl girl stag? Or nah, do you, that's not your thing. See, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I mean, I'm not saying I want a, a shaft in there, mm-hmm. but you always want to visualize. You know, what it would be like if I was in there. For sure. That's why I always go POV. You're a POV guy. Boy, I'm 100%. not a POV guy at all. Oh, you got to put yourself in the, in the shoes. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm an amateur guy. I, it's not, when I, when I'm talking thing. about, You're like, an iPhone 8 guy? 
On Snapchat. That's what I'm guy? saying. That's what I'm saying. Like I like seeing like a vacuum cleaner in the background, or like right? kids' that's toys in a basket in the corner yeah. instead of like this porn. Yeah, they don't set, set like... that up. Yeah. <laughs> now I I'm a JOI guy because I I love the dirty talk. Okay. Well, isn't that kind of like a submissive thing? Uh, no. Really? No, they're just extreme. Well, I don't need instructions, but they get dirty. They, you know, mm-hmm. they it's dirty talk. Now, what I've been doing lately is, and I was so excited yesterday, because <laughs> uh, I follow these girls on Instagram. Right. In Instagram, you can't do any nudity, but they're beautiful with, you know, big breast, and mm-hmm. um, and I said they gotta have an OnlyFans. So I'll go search. I'll I'll find her whatever her name is on Instagram, and I'll type that into Google. Blah blah blah. OnlyFans leaked, and some of them have. This is girl that I follow. Her name is um, Car or is it Carly. Wow. No, I can't think of her name now. Uh, oh, Harley. Harley Geek Girl. Okay. And on her Instagram, she's always like in a bikini or something like that, and she she just boasts that she wants older men. Guys, what would you would you be mad if you came over and uh, I was wearing this and I just made you dinner and I wanted to cuddle with you? Would you be mad? Is that what you want? I love older men. She just teases older men, and she's got a fabulous body and she yeah. just, she looks, she looks kind of geekish. Um, but I said she's got to be on OnlyFans, and I would put in uh, Car- or Harley Geek Girl, and nothing came up. But then I did a little digging on a couple other her Twitter account, where she's got find me at, and it wasn't an OnlyFans account; it was just something. At IE slash um, Holly X West. So, so I did that search mm-hmm. and a bunch of OnlyFans, and she's having sex in these things. Oh, wow. So I was excited that I actually found her. I just want to see her naked, and I found sex <laughs> videos of her. So it was that, that, a big day for me. It's a two for one. That research you just did is like what the FBI yeah, does. Yeah, I mean, like, that was that was <laughs> absolute commitment. I did. I did you were some not stopping until you saw a naked photo of Harley Nerd Girl. <laughs> I found her though. I did some research. I had matched with uh, a girl on one of the dating apps. Oh, I bet that Stag Starlet. No, it was uh, Bumble. It was the Bumble app. I actually might have told you this story a while ago, but uh, it was this girl, and immediately I go, there's no way this girl's from St. Louis. There's no way. I'm like, totally fake. It's got to be a fake account. But I match with her, and on Bumble, they can message first. So this this person, we match, and this girl said, hi, or hey, like, what's, mm-hmm. or hey, babe. I think that's what it was. Hey, babe. And Isn't that suspicious? Isn't that yeah, suspicious? Who, who, who says hey, babe? Okay, all right. Days? I didn't know if that was so, standard greeting so, on the dating app. So God. already two strikes. I'm yeah. like, this person's so fake. And normally I would just be, I would just be like, eh, like, I'm not even going to touch it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll just move on, whatever. But for some reason, I was just in the mood. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of, re- I'm going to do a little Iggy research here. Right. I'm going to type the... You know, oh, well, actually, I couldn't type the name in because uh, I think the name was like Chantel or something. And uh, I'm like, this just isn't adding up. And uh, so I cropped the picture. I took a screenshot of the picture and I went and did like a reverse, uh, like, look up on Google or I found some website where you can take photos mm-hmm. and then they'll show the photos on, on Google I'm proud of you and where that's, it's that's, from. That's going to the next level. And so I found it. I found the actual girl. I found her actual Instagram. She had like 90,000 followers. Oh, uh. Completely different name uh. from Florida. Lives in Florida. Most recent post was at like a, a bar in Florida. Just this person just completely... So it was a catfish. It was a catfish. Yeah. So I took a screenshot and I sent it to the person thinking that they would just 
block me or actually unmatch with me? And the person replied and said, and question mark. I'm like, oh, you're doubling down right now? Like, what are you doing? So I then proceeded to follow the actual girl and then DM her saying, hey, by the way, someone's catfishing you, Uh hoping that maybe she'd be like, oh, thank you. Like, you know, that was really sweet of you. Sure. Whatever. That clearly didn't work out. As we know, some people don't respond to DMs. Uh, and uh, that was my story about looking up the catfish. I felt really proud of myself because I actually went the extra mile. Hey, babe, yeah. I would think is a tell right uh, away. Yeah. 100%. Okay, and, it especially is. when there's like mispronunciation and misspelling. And if the third or fourth conversation is money, hey, I don't have any money. Yeah. That's uh, the old Tinder swindler. <laughs> Got to pull that ripcord. Yeah. You know what? I'd be like, I'm like, listen, I don't have that much money either. So. Yeah, can we well, get we're on the that, same boat right now? Want to get on that game together? Yeah, exactly. The one I've had no success with, and I've been searching forever. I mean, Swope found me one video of her, but she went by Farman Brit. Oh, God, I remember. Farman Brit, and she did. She, she started out. She started out doing ASMR videos. That's why I enjoyed it. Um, but she would like be cleaning the mirror, but she'd have on like a negligee. Mm. Uh, she'd be washing her truck or windows, and then her top will get wet. And then Classic. she went into cooking Brit, and then she went into digging Brit, where she's just digging up stuff on the farm. And uh, but she had a Patreon, and I'm trying to find these old farm and Brit Patreons, and they're nowhere to be found. Even people that belong to that site and paid for it would have them, but I, I've searched for months, and I think Swope came up with one where she was mopping the floor and she showed her boob, but that's about it. Uh, just so you know, Iggy, uh, the response to your story from a couple of minutes ago is being uh, considered perhaps uh, the creepiest thing that Which has ever been said on the show. <laughs> <laughs> what, Harley Geeker? Uh, Randy Character says in the EDF group uh, text inbox, by far the creepiest <laughs> S ever in this show's what? history, and that is saying something. Searching Harley Geek Girl to see if she was ever gotten naked? That's from yeah. Randy Character. Uh, <laughs> Randy Acorn. Is the name character like a, like a see it in there. C-H. Yeah, that's uh, what I call him. So. Randy a- Acorn's wow. <laughs> mega, mega creep. Why? Just the 618 says, doesn't lift a finger for work, but goes to fourth level DGen <laughs> to find sex scenes on the internet. Jesus. That's from the 618. That is so uh, good. Conclusion, the stripper says, just think if you took this kind of work ethic into your actual job. <laughs> That's from <laughs> Conclusion, the stripper. Well, if my job pertained uh, to I got to go find something, I will. But I, I don't know why that's creepy. I mean, that, if you find a girl attractive, wouldn't you want to see her naked if it's out there? I didn't find it creepy. I found it mind-blowing, the effort and initial. <laughs> well, what effort is it? I sit at my computer and do some typing. That's I figured really after effort. the first name didn't work, I don't have to get off that's when you give up. Yeah. But not the, the Iggy tactic and the dig deeper, and I like that. Erin, uh, who has her nipples pierced, is in the YouTube chat. And she says, uh, how are the three of you not incredibly uncomfortable right now? I don't know why. We have good poker faces. What can we say? I don't know if I could be surprised by anything See, anymore, honestly. I don't think I that Harley, Harley Geek Girl. Okay. I mean, what? Well, oh, she, wow. she doesn't get naked, but I found her naked. This is Instagram, mm, so you're right. not going to find that. But I did some digging because I want to see that. Mm. See, when... <laughs> like, I don't, I don't follow... <laughs> Double down. I don't follow women it. like that on Instagram. Like, I just, I, just uh, don't, I don't see the point. I don't follow a lot of them. They pop up, and then I start following them. Well, yeah. oh! <laughs> I would 
love to know what your search page looks like. <laughs> I don't search for anything. Like, well, I don't... it's the algorithm right. that ends up like yeah, if you're <laughs> constantly looking at photos like that and videos, like I guess. It, it'll pop up. Yeah, because sure. there's this one. The I say I love this uh, guy called Gilstrap TV, and he just <laughs> Gilstrap. Uh, TV. And he just walks around places with a fake fart thing in his pocket. And he oh. just farts. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't remember ever following this guy, but he right. pops up all the time. Well, that's how that's how my search is. It's, you know, it's <laughs> girls in bikinis, Spider-Man, Star Wars, sports, and Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. He's always on my search page. <laughs> that guy's hilarious. Yeah, maybe there's there's this, it's not one girl, but it's called Tokabees. It's just a bunch of different girls in bikinis and thongs and posing. I guess because I follow that, then now all these girls pop up on my Instagram. When my mom does simple things like washing my hair or washing my body, it makes me feel comforted. Is that a guy or a girl? <laughs> it's definitely a female. I remember the video. That's where the speak to me comes from. Uh, guys, you have all been around this pervert for so long. <laughs> That you're numb to just how creepy his behavior is at this point. I don't know why it's creepy. Arbor Day, who from my standpoint is live for the blog or Tequila Lister. I don't know why it's creepy. I really don't. (laughs) The little Dutch boy says, yeah, Marsh, I'm sure the FBI would like to see Iggy search history, too. That's from the little Dutch boy. No, I can't. I don't even know what the dark web is. I don't go into the dark web finding things. I just type things in Google. (laughs) uh, Like like our girl uh, who joined us on the show, um... Kate. Princess Adbot, Princess Fierce. Hello, Vivian. Uh, I mean, she never got naked. She would do stuff, but she always had like a bikini on or something and never got naked. And I did a search for her one time. It said um, Princess Fierce, old school nudity or something. And before she got into this, she had this boyfriend that always wore a cowboy hat when he was having sex. Wonderful. And I found five or six videos of her and this guy doing porn. That's great. I found it. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you send a message to anyone saying, great, I found it? Yeah, I was excited that I, that I found Princess Adbot naked. A lot of these girls on their Instagram, whatever, they don't, they're not naked. <laughs> yeah. And then you find it and you're, you're excited that you actually got to like find the, her naked. The guy that found the Rosetta Stone. Yeah, I mean, this is the, this is the right, you people, every day. You people calling me creep, why don't you go to Instagram and just type in Harley Geek Girl, and girl is G-U-R-L. And look at her and say, God, I wouldn't mind seeing her naked. And then go find her. And I did. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, when the text we're getting is... <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Uh, now, Chairman like Steve Harley's says, not knowing it's creepy is part of the problem. That's from Chairman Steve, and he's the one who got the whole discussion going. Yeah, well, <laughs> let me ask you something. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Every time Mr. Can't hardly wait. 1998, Every time Mr. Skin, every year he does a poll. Who would you like to see get naked that's never gotten naked? And she wins every year because mm-hmm. people want to see her naked. Well, if you could go do a Google search and find some old stuff of her naked, wouldn't you? God, I oh my, really? There's stuff out there naked of of of. Uh, I think she's I, had a little bit more of a track record, like you know, being out on television. Yeah, but she's TV, never been naked. You know, You'd want to see her naked. Jennifer Love Hewitt's got some wolf stuff. I'm going to search because you want to see. I want to see this girl naked. So I searched and I found it. Why is that creepy? Tim, you had a Lexi Thompson take on Monday that was out of this world good. (laughs) I wonder if the beauty of it, though, is the mystery of not being able to see him, you know? Well, that's that's how these girls, and they're smart. 
if they do this. That's how they get people to <laughs> flock to their OnlyFans. See, because just, they start with Instagram just showing yeah. them in a bikini and a thong. Going, God, she's got to get naked. And you just keep going with the no nudity, no nudity. And then you start an OnlyFans and all these guys, we can see her naked. They go join her OnlyFans. See, I, see I, I, I'm the complete opposite. I don't fall for any of that crap. I don't, I don't fall for it. Dude, if I was a female, man, I, 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 I will, I will never spend a dime on OnlyFans. I won't either, because all you gotta do is just Google, <laughs> Google leaked OnlyFans, and you'll find them. That's what I did. What detective work goes on? I had no idea. It's no detective work. It's Google. I need to write some of these steps down. I <laughs> yeah. guess. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, you just gotta work a little bit, and you'll find Biggie stuff. The inspector. Uh, all right, let me tell the people about Holderness and Bourne. If you want to look good on the golf course, Holderness and Bourne is the place you can go. HBGolf.com. The promo code is TMA15, and you get fifteen percent off your next order. And you'll feel the difference with their premium golf apparel. Iggy can attest. Yeah, it's beautiful to fashion. Stuff. It really is. Finding clothes that uh, fit properly can make or break the outfit. But when you want to not only look good in all types of weather conditions and swing a club comfortably, fit is even more essential. Holderness and Bourne has absolutely nailed the fit because their approach is tailored but not tight, even for those who wear a bigger size. It's Holderness and Bourne. The website is hbgolf.com. Code is TMA. One five. Check out their new spring styles and colors. Again, go to hbgolf.com and apply the code TMA15 for 15% off your next order and feel the difference in their premium golf apparel. Holderness and Born, classic style with modern fit and performance. And in addition to Holderness and Born for your uh, increasing golf game uh, as the season is indeed upon us, you can work with Clubhouse Turf. Check it out at clubhouseturf.com or call 314-834-2339. You can hit the ball a long way, but if you can't chip, if you can't score inside of 100 yards, you are not going to have low scores. That's where you need to do your work. Driving the ball 300 yards is cool and impresses your buddies, but scoring amounts to getting the ball in the hole. Uh, while tour players get up and down two-thirds of the time, scratch golfers still only get up and down around half the time. Therefore, the best way to lower your scores is to improve your short game. That's why tour players, players like Masters champion John Rahm and Max Homa have installed celebrity greens in their backyards. Anyone can put down fake turf and call it a putting green, but if you want a golf green that putts true and gives you real grass performance when practicing chips, pitches, and bunker shots... The only company to call is Clubhouse Turf, St. Louis's exclusive partner of Celebrity Greens. The number is 314-834-2339 or go online at clubhouseturf.com and let them know that I sent you their way. It is Clubhouse Turf. I would love to have something like that in my backyard. We are in the Michelob Ultra Studios, and Michelob Ultra, perfect when you're out on the golf course. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. Uh, Marshy Marsh and your playful posse. Ooh. You see it right there. The 2023 Jay Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship bracket mm. is there. Uh, I, the seeds are that are next to him, like the NCAA tournament, those are not actually the seeds. Okay, these I was were, wondering why. These were random draws. Yes, why Chairman Steve in Wildwood was a 15 seed. Um, I was wondering why he was so low. I would figure he'd be, you know, at least... Now, he's a 25 handicap, five. which I think is the lowest handicap or mm-hmm. highest, depending on which adjective you use. I think we've got a couple of scratch golfers in there. Um, we've got a, a decent number of single-digit players. Mm-hmm. I would say the sweet spot is around 10, is the the average. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, there's 
a Gia scratch, PGA Pro Dan a scratch, and there's a couple of ones and twos and a few threes. Our defending and fours. champion is a real legitimate threat to repeat. Mm. His name is Chris Heck. He's 2.7. He's playing against a 6.5. Uh, he's in my bracket. He's on the lower side. But we, uh, if I were lucky enough, I mean, if I were lucky enough to get through, we would meet in the Elite Eight. And what we're talking about doing this year, and I haven't looked at the Gallup poll for an update. Casey Town, can you scroll to find the Gallup poll to see what the, the votes are at? Sure, I'll take a look. It's about $2,500 in entry fees. And what we have done in the past is, like, first place gets 800 What would second place get? 400 Yeah, 500? four, 450 and then semifinals get... If you get to the final four, you'd get, what, a couple hundred? Uh, yeah, and then we go to quarterfinals. If you make the quarterfinals, you get your money back. No. But we're just talking about this, Marsh. Winner takes all. Winner takes Why all. Why not? I like it. And oh. I thought that it wouldn't be popular, but last time I looked at that poll, I put on the fan page. Now, number one, we had a number of people who weren't participating voting but it kind of balanced out on both the yeses and nos. And it was about 66% wanted the winner take all. Mm-hmm. Right now we're sitting at 68% to pick option one, winner take all. Wow. But how many of those people are actually from the fan page? But that they're, are, they're, they're actually, actually playing. playing the they're actually playing. The majority are. I mean, I haven't looked at it in a couple days, but it was. How many total votes are there? Is that up there? Uh, KG No Town, you could probably see how many votes there are. Uh, yeah, give me a sec. I mean, there's 64 players. Yeah, so, so it comes up 140 votes. We'll kind of. But, I mean, I, I looked at it, and I have the list of the field, so I was able to see, you know, there were some people who voted who aren't playing it, but it was kind of balanced on each side. So, yeah, I, I like it. It's a great idea. It, it, it makes it a sweat. Third place. Oh, like, damn it. What I imagine would happen is if, even if it got to the final four, the final four might get together and chop the pot, as we say in poker. Yes. But yes. Um, now, two and, years ago, I played Callahan. That means I, nothing to Marsh. But well, he won it in 2021. He okay. won the year he, I should have beaten him. Gotcha. I mean, I think I had, uh, I think I was up four with six holes to go. Mm. And I lost. It's a classic Brooks Cup. I had, I had like a, I had like an eight-footer that, that lipped out on 18 to win the match. Then I had to go to extra holes, and I don't get a stroke in extra holes. So I had to play him straight up, and he beat me. Um, and I got a par, he birdied the hole. Um, but if I win that match, I'm in the quarterfinals, and I know I got my money back. Yeah. I lost, and I got nothing. So it was exciting knowing that match. If I win this match, at least I got my money back. Right, right. And I have a chance to, to win this thing still. When you lose, eh, God, it's only 50 bucks, but I would have got my money back. Mm-hmm. 29-14, 43 total votes. Yeah, okay. And the vast majority of those are people who are actually playing in the tournament, although I don't expect you to know who is in the field. I do because I have the spreadsheet. Yeah, that's, that's a legitimate number then, I think. Maybe a few people, but for the most part, I think that's... I guess they do. I mean, because you got some. I'm not in this that group because I'm. I may be getting 15 strokes against Gee, but I'm not going to beat him. Maybe there's some guys that are like 18, 17, 16. Think I'm getting a lot of pops. I can win this thing. So, and 50 bucks isn't a big deal to them. They don't care. So what? I lost 50 bucks. I'd rather right. you know lose 50 if I know I had a chance to win 2,200. Yeah, I'm gonna have to talk to my money manager and Mark Hanna just to make sure that. Oh you know, well, you ought to. He's online at evergreenstl.com, or you can call three one four eight eight nine zero five zero three and work with him. I had an hour long conversation with Mark Hanna. Freaking love that guy. Two man. days ago, and his perspective is truly. I mean, even if you even if you weren't an advertiser, I would say this. I would. I don't know. If I'd, I probably would say it on the air because he can just really help people. And I wasn't like going, hey, you know, should I buy this or sell this? It was it was about 
life, really. Um, and his perspective is so healthy. Uh, that, to me, is, is one of the things why I love that a number of people in our audience and people on the show, for that matter, have started working with him. One of the things that I really regret back in my 20s is not having a financial manager, financial advisor. That was a big miss. Everyone needs one. does not matter the age. And I cannot uh, recommend somebody with Mark's character and perspective in particular uh, more. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com and work with the great Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. 314-889-0503. Iggy, how can you say you don't get nervous? You were up four with six to go, and you've lost your Dr. Tight Cheeks. That's from Father Brown. <laughs> yeah, well, you weren't there, and you didn't uh, see Father the Brown, I, were you in the gallery, if so? Yeah, and you didn't see Callahan went one over for those uh, last six holes, and I played bogey golf, which is what I usually do. Uh, when a guy's going to make two birdies and a couple of pars and beat me, that's he beat me. I didn't beat myself. Nice. It'd be different if I, if I choked by shanking some balls or mm. topping balls or missing a putt, laying the sod over it. Well, it was an eight-foot putt that should have went in. It lipped out. Um, so it's not. I mean, did you do you watch any of the videos of the nine out of ten? Do you ever put to see the videos when Tim, when we played Nagel, uh, the putts I made? Do you watch any of that? Guess uh, not. Father Brown, I... I guess not. Six, three, six, nine. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your, what's your handicap, Father Brown? I will play. Oh, there it is. And he loves to challenge the listeners oh, who critiques his uh, golf game. And I'm undefeated. And he's undefeated. And he wins like $200 every time. It's pretty nice. I want to golf with you guys. You ought to oh, do it. Oh, come on. We have a match set up oh, against yeah. uh, Darren Pang and Pat Maroon. Do you actually? We do. Uh, now that we've beaten Nagel, uh, it is going to take place at Meadowbrook, which Ooh, is where they fun. play. It's where we played Nagel. It's where we seven and six. Nagel, which I'm dead serious if we play it a hundred times, I don't think that would happen again. And that's not because of we just ran in putts from you know, that you just normally don't hit. Right. Even though I got a chance to see these putts four times. That's an important thing. Yeah, but still, it was one of them was a 70-foot putt. The that other one was one like 40. On two right. or whatever was insane. But you also know that the probability on that is so, yeah. you know. We're making those putts, rare. and he shot even par. Where a few weeks but before that's that he shot 62. Right, that's high for him. So it's just anyway. So with all that said, yeah, we'd love to have you. Yeah, you got to play in this thing. You know, what, you know the, the field. It, the field is, is set. It is a week from Sunday. Okay. Weather looks pretty good, right, Iggy? So yeah. the field's already set, though. Well, there'll be field a is set. There'll be a okay. dropout. Well, there's there's a list of alternates. Are you on the TMA fan page? Are you even on Facebook? You know what? I actually went on Facebook for the first time. The Youngs don't go on Facebook. The other day, I had like. I just accepted some friend requests from people that work in this building that had friend requested me like almost a year ago, and I and just pro- and I had that happen too. And, and I'm like, oh well, I and I felt should. badly that I didn't, but I just don't look at my friend so, requests, so I yeah don't. I was like, you know what, Facebook, whatever. I've had that happen on Instagram where people will follow me, and I'll just for whatever reason I'll forget to follow them. Like I have a few. So friends. is that a code that if they follow you, you're supposed to follow them? Uh, I mean, if if I'm good friends with oh, them, well, yeah, like, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. I do have some friends, though, that uh, for whatever reason uh, had followed me, like, back when Instagram just, like, had got going. Like, this is years ago. And for some reason, I just had never followed them back, I guess. But now it's been so long that now I would feel weird following them. Like, their page yeah. is still, like, up. You know, I can still see it. Like, I still message, you know, can message them and whatnot. Um, you know, sending, like, 
you know, funny videos and whatnot, but like I, I don't follow them for some weird reason, and now I feel like it'd be weird. I get what if you're I saying. If I hit the button and it's like Andrew Marsh just followed you on Instagram, they'd be what like, you're saying. "Wait, what?" Yeah. Like, uh, it's a little awkward no, now. So, I, know what you're saying. Uh, I just moved past that. I'm in a I'm in a social media retirement of sorts, and I kind of like it. I don't know. I don't really go on to that much. I mean, Facebook. Well, you're, well, you're off day. the fan page. So yeah, that's but, one thing. No, Facebook, I'm on every day. Um, just seeing who's posting stuff, and I like I I like to like things. I think I like to like things. Think if, about that plowhawk. Mm. If people oh, are on Facebook and they post something, my mind. it's like eh. Wish I would have heard it yesterday. What is it? How long does it take me just to click like? Mm-hmm. And they probably like, oh look, I got I got 20 people like my post, and that makes them happy. If it makes them happy, what does it take for me to say like? I'm like, with you though. I like. do sympathy likes all the time, um, and I'm sure I get several myself. So. But my birthdays don't pop up anymore, and I happened to... It was Cletus's birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it really? Yeah, and normally... I didn't know that. I, he was texting with him. I feel terrible. Yeah, because normally on my on your Facebook, it'll come up, today's birthdays. And for some reason, it's not coming up. And I just saw somebody said, happy birthday, Cletus. Ah, I forgot it was a birthday. I didn't know it was a birthday. I'm terrible so I posted. I posted something. If you want to go to my Facebook page, I said uh, to one of the nicest guys I know, and he's been a friend for a long time, and he's one of the gayest straight people I know. And I just posted up a bunch of pictures of him kissing and putting on his girdle and <laughs> guys, it's just, it's pretty funny. Guys, I really don't go on there much. Two seconds later, I'm on Facebook every day. <laughs> Lies. Lies. That's from Green Park Goblin. Well, I'm not on there all day. What I mean is I'm not spending eight hours a day on Facebook. I'll get up there in the morning and I'll oh, look and see imagine. if I get notifications, you know, if I thank somebody for saying something or whatever. And maybe in the afternoon I'll pop in there and see what's going on, but I'm going to spend eight hours a day on Facebook. I'll go on the, uh, the TMA fan page. Oh, so you're on there? No, no, I'll I'll, I'll, oh, all right. well, I'll I'll join it. I'll go on Facebook just so I can go on the uh, fan page. Well, Who's right. the admin of that? Good luck to you. Uh, Jackson, Jackson and uh, me and Jesse Kioski are the admins all of right, the uh, TMA fan page at the moment. Uh, Good luck, Marsh. Yeah. yeah. You better know Don't your TMA post. trivia because you have to answer a TMA Do you question. have to? Uh, it's just a it's a weeding out of bots. That's all. Buck Slope is one of the answers. Is, is it really one of the I, answers? I think so, yeah. You can name somebody outside of the show, I think. Whoa, Whoa what Arbor a great did. and hilarious post. Thanks for sharing it. Really? This is why I tuned in everyone to hear you regale us with what you posted on Facebook yesterday. That's from 2023 Listener of the Month, presented by Milagro Tequila, Brian Henschen. He also covers the Colts. Well, if you don't care about Cletus Watson, then don't go on my post. Uh, Brian Henschen, do you care about Cletus? I saw your picture of you standing at a podium for some reason. Are we supposed to be impressed with that? <laughs> what does that mean? Wow. I don't even know what that means. What well, he that? doesn't like my post. I'm going to go off on his. What? I saw a post of him <laughs> just standing with a suit on, on podium. Another what one. What podium? Was he at the I don't, White House? No, I don't know. Interesting. It was just another fake one where he just stood in front of a podium so and acted like he was Brian doing something. Brian Henschen is photoshopping himself on the <laughs> It looked like a real podium. No, he man. went somewhere and he said, I'm going to step in front of this podium act like I'm big wig. Just like you post pictures in the press box and they kick you out. Get back to your seats. <laughs> Guys, it's always great when people take TMA jokes onto people's personal Facebook pages. Happy birthday, and here's a ton of gay jokes. Thanks. That's from <laughs> Happy Gil Happy Gilstrap Girl. Or Harley Gilstrap Girl. Yeah. No, that's two different people. Yeah, well, everybody who knows Cletus knows that. He doesn't shy away from just having fun, so it's no big deal. I've kissed that dude on the lips. 
Clip that off. Yeah, I couldn't find it. like wine and smokes. Is that what it was? <laughs> was that from his mustache or was that from the lips and the tongue you tasted on that boy? Well, the mustache felt like a, like one of those really worn down <laughs> razors that just about to throw away. So it's like it doesn't cut you, but like, woo. I think the, the funniest picture of him that I put up there was, uh, remember the year that we went like three rounds in the fan page club championship? We had a loser's bracket, then we had a second loser's bracket. Oh, yeah. And I think that uh, the Florida Flower won that one. He's holding the cup. And he's getting kissed on the neck by Jeff Cox. And then Cletus is standing there with a cigarette in his mouth and his pants down with his girdle and his, his mm. tidy whiteies on. Oh. Mm. Uh, ah, the hilarious. pageantry. Mm-hmm. Ah, the pageantry. <laughs> had, 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 to, had to hit a like on that. Van Page sure. Club Championship. Uh, let's see, guys. I am looking for naked photos of Henshin, but can't find any. Can AD help? <laughs> That's from Steve, Chairman Steve. In Wildwood. I'm not doing your searches for that. Uh, Iggy, 90% of what you talk about on the show is complaining about what you see on social media. Don't say you don't, say you don't get on Facebook that much. That's from Scooter. So I, I, if I get on there a couple times a day and I see something I don't like, I can't talk about it? And that means I'm on there all day looking for these posts? That makes no sense. Scooter, the action's back on you, 6369. And 90% of my talk is not about bashing people on in, in social media. I do not care about Cletus. And yes, it was photoshopped. But no, that story about my guy Cox kissing the gay Hoosier really wasn't quote-unquote hilarious unquote. Well, That's if, from Brian Henshin. That's his uh, response to you. Well, I thought it was funny. And if you if you know Cletus, you probably thought it was funny. Have you ever met Cletus? I would guess not. Uh, Brian Henshin, the action's back on you. I'm dealing out a lot of hands this morning. For a guy that all he does is post gay stuff on here, I can't believe you wouldn't think it's funny. Morning, guys. I just ran into Mr. Licks at the bait shop off Highway 40 and 94. He was arguing with the kid at the register because they wouldn't honor the coupon on the back of his Long John Silver's receipt that said to present this to your local fisherman for free trips on how to get along with your wife. Thanks, that comes from Dragon Slayer. Threesomes can be tricky. One time I told the guy to sit Indian style behind my stack of glittery bowling balls while I let his wife have some sex on me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a glitter bowling ball. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did a crown jewel one. Uh, send your emails in. We will have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today coming your way at approximately 945 in our 9 o'clock hour. And uh, I will be down the hallway on 101 ESPN. The great John Denton, who's going to be a regular on TMA. Uh, he will be with us at 1015 as the Cardinals start their West Coast road trip in Seattle. What is the uh, tenure, or the tone, I should say, of the uh, Cardinal discussion on the fast lane? Oh, man, it's a lot of pitching discussions. Are people angry? That's what I'm curious Yeah, about. oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Plowhawk yeah. is right there with him. Yeah, I mean, when has been angry before the season. For sure. I mean, when his guy Packy Nottingham went down, I'm sure Packy there was Nottingham. some, Plow, you know, where'd you go? some, uh, some angst, oh. <laughs> of course. I just saw he disappeared. I didn't know if we needed to get a 911 in. Yeah, I thought he was choking like the uh, like the Cardinals do when they have runners in scoring position. <clears throat> That's also oh. another uh, topic of discussion. And we were RISB. And I was yep. going to talk about your rotation of girls. We talked about that earlier, and if there were some Packy Nottons or some Steve Matts. Uh-huh. To where some lefties. Underperforming to where they used to be kind of good. Yeah. Um, hope I, I know Iggy's uh. is more like the Wainwright kind of <laughs> Bumgarner yeah, situation Bobby where Fellers. they're kind of just hanging on by yeah. reputation. Uh-huh. We got Bumgarner yelling at you while you're catching, you know. Uh, is there is there, Was there talk yesterday? I, it's funny. I wrapped up the show on 101 yesterday uh, with the article from the Diamondbacks yeah. that they – and this was before he had been DFA'd. He was DFA'd like a half hour later 
about how the Diamondbacks were in a spot where they were thinking about, you know, whether or not he would be back for his next start. And I'm like, clearly he's not. And then sure enough, they DFA'd him. Right. I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. But that the Cardinals may look at him. Oh, we talked about it. What was the consensus of uh, you and Anthony Stalter and Jamie Rivers and your audience? I mean, what's the point? You uh, have Matthew right. Libertor I mean, you down in Memphis. Like, if you need a guy until Wayno comes back, why not just go to one of your guys in Memphis? I mean, yeah, you could say, oh, it can't get any worse. But, like, his velocity is down so precipitously. Like, he hasn't been good. I couldn't believe the Diamondbacks did that deal when they did him. I, I can't believe it either. That was four years ago, well, I guess. People wanted him last year, too. Yeah, Ben Fredrickson wrote a column, and I respect the column because he said, yeah, where are all those people who wanted Bumgarner at the trade deadline? Oh, wait, I was one of them. And, yeah, well, you know, it's I because of the whole Jay Happ, John Lester thing where you think, okay, maybe they could do it again. Well, the Cardinals have a year. history of a reclamation project. Right. Usually it was tied to Dave Duncan. happened last year. But I wonder – if Yachty was instrumental in that as well, because if you look at Jose Quintana, I mean, I mean, he was kind of in the same category, maybe a little bit better than those other two guys, but like he wasn't well, he was, lights yeah. out with Pittsburgh or he was, he was better. His numbers was, were good. Who was he with before Pittsburgh? Well, I mean, he was with the Cubs, he was with the, Cubs the White Sox, but I think there was a yeah, team in between right. that he was with. I could be I wrong, but, um, but then he went to Pittsburgh and um, I mean, he wasn't, Lights out with them. I am really anxious to see what happens over this. Uh, I think, I believe it's a nine-game trip. I know they're playing Seattle, San Francisco, and the Dodgers, and they come home and take on the Angels. So it'll be cool to see Otani here, yeah. um, along with Trout. But yeah. that uh, the Cardinals, you know, you played ten games against the Rockies, Diamondbacks, and Pirates, and you went five and five. I mean, that's that not is, good. That's the, I, I don't know if the Pirates are, have something here. I mean, they keep winning. Um, Diamondbacks lost last night with Tatis's first game back. They yeah, lost seven to five. That was a Michael mm-hmm. Waka start. But I just, uh, it's the first time. I don't know when you, you're a big hockey guy. When yeah. did you wonder or think that the 2022 2023 Blues might be bad? Bad. Because uh, I arrived there much later than like the guys who I have on the show on 101, Rutherford, Kerber, yeah. and, and Pang. I mean, I was pretty skeptical about them during that eight-game losing streak. Like, well, that's understandable. I mean, you know, they had those eight games in a row, and consider yourself, oh, well, you know, you know, it's early in the year. We're we're still trying to figure things out. Like, you know, whatever. I'm like, no, we're seeing a team that is showing inconsistencies that we saw last year before the the Blues weren't that good. Uh, they had a stretch where they were not that great before the trade deadline. Then they went and got Nick Letty, and then they looked good after that Washington Capitals game in Washington, and then they proceeded to go on a little run. That's when Robert Thomas started heating up, and he had his little point streak going, and they looked good. But when you saw the inconsistencies earlier in the year and you saw what other teams in your division were doing, I mean, at the time – the teams in the division, you know, you look at the Colorado Avalanche, you're like, oh, these guys aren't really doing that great either. So you're like, okay, maybe it could be a thing. But once those teams started to sort of jump up, and once the Jets beat the Blues, I'm like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like, this is when I was like, I don't know what this team has because you had, a, you had like, the Tyler Pitlicks of the world on your team. You had Josh Levo. You had those guys that, let's be honest, like, those guys – 
are not playing on your 2019 Stanley right. Cup team, right? Like, I just knew that maybe they could be a, a wild card team, but at the end of the day, they just they weren't good enough, and and they played how they played early in the year all season. Yeah, long. you're right. I, and I, I and I hope that's not the case with the Cardinals. That's the thing. That's we had that, a discussion the, the other exact day. Thing. That, the, and that's the yeah. thing that that I think that there was. I I can't recall, and maybe somebody in the audience can. Uh, a year going back to 2000. That's kind of the the year that I when I try to do these comparisons to incorporate most of the people in the audience, where both the Cardinals and Blues had expectations. Not that the Blues had Cup aspirations, yeah. but because of I think the way that they had beaten the Wild and and played the Avalanche tight, mm-hmm. that there may have been unfounded hopes that the team would at least be in the mix. Uh, not necessarily for the division per se, but certainly in the playoffs. For sure. And that's where the Cardinals are as well, except the expectation is they're going to get into the playoffs because of the division. And I can't recall a year, because people would point to 2007 where the Cardinals didn't make it and the Blues were in their rebuild, but in in the case of the Blues, there weren't expectations. That was the come grow with us, Oshie, Berglund era. Mm -hmm. This would be different if you had a year where both were expected to be in and both would not be in. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that the Cardinals are as bad as they they've played. But the thing is about that five and five stretch against the Rockies, Pirates, and Diamondbacks, they're kind of lucky that they won five. It could have been sure. worse, and that's a 100%. that's something that that opens my eyes. And what's what's interesting about the two similarities is like you look at the Blues, their defense, like they had a they had offense, like and especially you saw that at the end of the year, like they could score goals. They just they couldn't prevent right. it. And I'm wondering if it's the same thing with the Cardinals. Like, they will be able to score. Like, offensive-wise, they will score. I know there's been some stretches of games early on where they haven't produced, but we just saw it the other day. They, they When they score, in, they score in bunches. Yeah. And we see that. But I don't know if, if the pitching – you know, I don't know if the pros outweigh the cons for this team. Like, the Blues – to me, I thought this year is probably the best thing for them was to miss the playoffs because let's say they make the playoffs this year and, then they, and they get bounced around, in the yeah, in the right. first round. They're screwed. They right. don't have the picks. They probably still lose all of those players because they have zero cap space. They have like what maybe like four million, four million to work yeah, with Armstrong unless they can to work with move Tory Crew, which seems to be the consensus of, of all the fans out there. They probably want him to be moved. But I wonder if it's one of those things where would it be a good thing for – and I don't want them to miss the playoffs, of course. I want to see them you know, make the playoffs and hopefully win a World Series. But I wonder if it's one of those things where the best thing for the Cardinals is for them to miss the playoffs. But that's where we get into the difference between the two organizations. The Cardinals just don't – I can't recall the Cardinals selling, like truly selling. Yeah. Since Bill DeWitt has owned the team, there was a year, 2001, in which they really could have won the World Series. But at the mm-hmm. time they made the deal, they were just trading away a middle reliever who was solid by the name of Jason Christensen. But you have to go back, really, for the Cardinals to be sellers. Uh, I don't think they would be sellers, especially with this group of people. That but what, Well, that's what I was about to say. I mean, Paul Goldschmidt, the thing that's, that's weird with Goldschmidt, I mean, he's 35 years old. Um, I think they'll be close. If they do miss the playoffs, it'll be like one of those 20... 20- 18 years, 2017, where they're missing the playoffs by like one or two games. Like they're there till the end of the season. I just think it will end up coming back to bite them these early games in in 
April and May where they don't have the pitching because they didn't go out and, and, and do anything. That's the thing that just confused me about the offseason, which is why I was wondering what the uh, status was during yeah. the offseason with regard to their financials, if the Bally's thing impacted it, if the market just shifted. You know, Goldschmidt is up after next year. It, it feels like he kind of just got here, but he's up after next year, and he's also going to be 36 years old next year. So you have that part of it, um, and you would just think that you would want to capitalize on this era I don't get of, it. of this core, and you went into a season with this rotation. I realize Adam Wainwright's not a part of it, but how much is Adam Wainwright going to give you? And of the teams that are real competitors for a World Series this year or even the National League pennant, and I think if you're a competitor for the National League pennant, you're a competitor for the World Series – which starting rotation did the Cardinals have a better group of five? You know what I mean? They don't. They, they, they and, don't. And, and I nor don't do they have a stopper. Right. And that's the thing. I get that you can't necessarily have that guy, but this is what you got. And so you are going to have to outslug teams. And what I would point out regarding the Cardinals' runs scored, you know, the, the runs that they piled up on Wednesday were against a guy who wasn't even with the team 24 hours later. And, you know, it's it's been that uh, Python offense that we used to joke about. They will bang away at some yeah. some teams, but then they will go cold against the quality teams. And it's just something to keep an eye on. And, and you know, it is – it's April 21st, but they are six games back of the Brewers. And that is a – that's a big number. Can it be overcome? Of course it can. And people always appoint to For 2011. Sure. But that's a surprisingly big number. And while the Cardinals kind of flop around, the Brewers – uh, have won four straight, and uh, and I don't know. I don't. I was just. I was discounting the Pirates. I still discount the Pirates, but you I know, think they, they've the won Cubs. thirteen of of twenty so far. I think the Pirates and the Cubs will will even off. I think they'll you end up becoming what their roster is, and the Cubs have definitely improved their roster. Like Cody Bellinger has looked good in his little. What do you want to call it? One year. Um, Flyer, I guess. No. I mean, they got some guys over there. That, Dansby Swanson's Dansby hitting Swanson. really well, who was connected to the Cardinals in the offseason. Um, I look at some of the the lineups around the National League, and you know, we talk about the pitching not being able to compare. I don't even know if our lineup necessarily, uh, you know, top to bottom compares to some of these other teams. Like I, I looked at the Padres lineup; like their top four is just. It's unbelievable. Oh, it's absurd. Tatis, you have Soto, who actually hasn't been hitting that well. Mm-hmm. Well, Machado um, hasn't either. Yeah, and then you got Machado, and then you got Bogarts. Um, but like those guys, you're telling me like those guys aren't going to produce when it comes to October. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine what they're thinking in San Diego. They're ten and eleven at this point, and you do have guys who aren't right. uh, producing. And maybe 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 that's a silver lining for us Cardinals fans is that San Diego's struggling. You know, the Mets aren't blowing teams away. The Phillies aren't doing that well. Now, they have injuries, though. Uh, Me, personally, I don't see any team beating the Braves. I could totally see the Braves Braves are in another world world right now. Their winning streak of eight came to an end, but they are 14-5 and on the season. Brewers are 14-5 and as well, and I just think that that was not something that most people expected at this point, about 20 games into the season. We will close out our appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour design, air, heating, and cooling email today is coming up at 945. I'll be on Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. Matt Rocchio 
uh, on board uh, as he was yesterday. He'll be with me again as Jackson's vacationing the Hamptons. Doug's in the Mediterranean. We'll take a commercial break. Come back with our design air heating and cooling email of the day. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.